The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Let's turn our attention to your book, The Power of Perfume, How to Choose It, Wear It, and Enjoy It. Absolutely. Available on Amazon, by the way. (laughs) And Barnes & Noble as well. And Barnes & Noble. What motivated you to write this book? Well, I love to write. Uh, I've always written. I've written articles. In fact, I was the beauty editor of one of the beauty magazines and wrote articles about fragrance and just really have always been inspired to write. I think I was also a language major in South Africa and so on. So I'd love to write. I could tell, Sue. I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) Your diction, your choice of words, your syntax, everything. I very much appreciate it all because I was an English major. So those things, it means a lot to me. (laughs) Well, you know, it means so much to me too to have you say that. And I appreciate it. You know, when I was um, at LIM College and FIT as adjunct professor, Uh, creating fragrances and being in the department, I would always say to my students when they got up to present, if you use the word like incorrectly, you're going to be really, you know, specialized. It's so interesting to say, well, I'm like a, you know, I I can't even say it because it's an anathema to me. So, But it it really sort of hurts my ears when I hear syntax and those words being used incorrectly. It's not that I'm a snob. It's just how I love to hear the English language. And also as an actress, you know, you communicate and you emote words. So COVID happened and all the business that I had was working on, the corporate events and the team building events and the custom fragrances came to naught. Of course. And... That was when I said, you know, self, what about writing your book? And I said, okay. And I just started to write it. And, I, you know, I've written so many articles over the years. And I'm so fortunate that I've been able to really express my love and my passion for fragrance. And so that's what I did. And it's called The Power of Perfume. Yes. And it's it's a fun read because it's it's – it's not a lengthy tome. It's, you know, mostly a lot of different paragraphs and, excuse me, uh, chapters, interesting chapters about fragrance through the decades, what different fragrances are really when come to mind when you think about uh, different decades, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and, you know, the 80s was just so ebullient and very big and bold and the days of Georgia and big hairdos and big shoulder pads. So the fragrance was big too. And then there was a retraction. And then in the 90s, things became more transparent and sort of less overt. And so the 
the, the, the labels and the designer labels became, you know, receded. And so the fragrance was a little bit watery and more ozonic and more um, lighter. And then, so, you know, I, I really talk about history of fragrance and yes. the different aspects and the different concentration. What's the difference in perfume, eau de parfum, eau de toilette, eau de cologne. So it's a fun, interesting read. And uh, I've had some really wonderful feedback about it and um, I'm thrilled that people like to read it and, and they become educated as well. Yes. Well, I learned something from it. Thank you very much. And I hope the next time I see you, you'll sign my copy. I would love to. But I learned and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially what I did not know is that fragrance, like fashion, fragrance reflects the times. So art imitates life and it is very much the same with fragrance. So I thank you for elucidating, enlightening me about the decades and how fragrance followed. So if we stay with that, that art imitates life and fragrance reflects the times, what fragrance, what fragrance would you choose for the times we are currently in? Well, lovely question and thank you. So what times are we in now? So we're in a time where there is so much option. There are so many options. Um, and there are no real delineations of, well, this is the right thing to do. And this is the right color to wear uh, at the time of the seasons. And, you know, in summer, you should only wear light fragrances. And in winter, you should wear deeper fragrances. I think the lines have become so blurred. And the interesting thing is that gender descriptions have also become blurred. So people, even on social media, they talk about he, she, they, or he, she, whatever. You know. Yes, your pronouns. The pronouns, exactly. Thank you. And so people don't have to have strictly floral fragrances for women and spicy, woodsy fragrances for men. In fact, you don't even have to have perfumes only for women. So many men contact me. They say, you know, I want to create my own perfume. Mm. And they use the word perfume. Yes. Because perfume is really just the stronger concentration of ingredients. And as you sort of dilute it, you get less concentrated. So you have perfume, eau de parfum, eau de toilette, eau de cologne. So the time, the right fragrance to wear right now for people is something that really reflects who you are. And if you love florals, if you're a man, then go out and wear florals. If you love woodsy and spicy, it's okay. I always tell people there is no gender when it comes to ingredients. There isn't a gender-specific ingredient that says oranges are, are feminine and lemons are masculine or woodsy is feminine. There are, ingredients are ingredients. Right. So you wear what you love to wear and what makes you confident and happy and uplifted and sexy and sensual and coquettish, right. strong or empowered. You yeah. wear the fragrance that you love and you don't have to worry about these labels that this is only the right thing for women or the right thing for men. I love that. Words to live by indeed. Let's, let's talk, let's dig a little bit more into your, your book. What um, basic knowledge should we as consumers know about notes, for example? So shopping for perfume, right? I, I know that I want something, I'm a woodsy sort of amber sandalwood kind of woman. Right. What should I know about 
notes and how to choose my perfume. So this is interesting. And I just happen to have this because- Oh, you just happen to have that. That's fortuitous. <laughs> I should have a proper thing. So, you know, this is very interesting because what it tells you is that there are so many different ingredients. And these are basically the ingredients that reflect the olfactive family. So we start at the top with the oranges. So yes. those are the light citrusy notes, orange, lemon, lime, uh, tangerine, lovely light effervescent citrusy fragrances. And then you have the florals. Mm -hmm. Think about the rose, the jasmine, the langlang gardenia, and you go through, through the sort of olfactory family at the fruity notes, luscious edible fruity notes. Uh, then you have the oriental spicy notes, everything that's in your spice cabinet. You think of cumin and coriander and ginger and nutmeg and all those lovely spicy notes. Then there's something called chypre, which is all the deep, enchanted patchouli mm. notes that are very comforting. I call it like being an enchanted garden. Yes. And then you have the woodsy. So you go start from the light to the florals to the fruity, and then you come into the sort of more robust woodsy notes, the herbaceous notes, and then the animalic. So these, this sort of, I call it my olfactory chart, is the olfactory chart that pretty much every fragrance will fall into. And of course you can combine them. So it's nothing to say you can't have a citrus with a woodsy or a floral note or a spicy or a herbaceous, but understanding the olfactory chart helps you to understand that there are crossovers and there are combinations. And this is a lot to understand. So what I've done is on my website, I created a scent personality quiz. Love and the it. scent quiz is so interesting because it basically takes these eight families, but it divides them further into four main families, fresh, floral, woodsy, and spicy. And people can understand that. So typically in summer and spring, you want something fresh. In winter, you want something a little more woodsy or a little spicy or a little warm. And in between, you might just be fresh and floral or you might be spicy and woodsy, but it's easier to understand. So taking the scent personality quiz helps people understand the power of the olfactory personality oh yes and to say hmm that now i know why i don't like such a such a fragrance because maybe i don't like spicy or maybe i don't like florals or maybe i don't like woodsy and then you don't have to have a fragrance that has those because you can come to me and i can create a custom fragrance for you right, right. <laughs> and i also think it's important to know that the olfactory system is very much connected directly to our brains and sends signals to our emotional center so it's it's very true that in order to choose a scent, we should know ourselves. Right. And what you just said is so true because, you know, from a medical standpoint, why is our sense of smell our most powerful smell or our most powerful sense? It's because we have the olfactory. So when you smell something and when you eat something, mm. the first thing that happens is you have the aroma and you have the taste. Before you even taste anything, you smell it. You smell it. And it goes directly through the olfactory, the nasal cavities, up into the olfactory, the limbic system. Yeah. And that is why our sense of smell is so powerful because it connects taste and aroma and, of course, emotions, memory and emotions. Brilliant. 
brilliant how we were made. This is so incredible. Another question as consumers, Sue, should we be concerned about natural ingredients versus synthetic ingredients and the environment? What's your position on that? Definitely. I, you know, I get calls all the time. In fact, somebody called me today, said, Sue, I've been wearing the same fragrance for years and years and years. And now I can't, I don't like it anymore. It's changed. Uh, they tell me it's the same name and they tell me that it's made by the same company, but in fact, it's different. And so what's happened is very sadly, there are many ingredients that have been quote, discontinued or totally mm -hmm. abandoned because it gives people allergens. Now, I don't believe there's a single flower that has ever really put somebody in demise because flowers and beautiful ingredients are not going to, uh, they're not going to give you, they're not going to demise you, shall we say. I don't want to mm -hmm. use the other word. Mm -hmm. But there are certain ingredients that have been established by the EU and the FDA by saying, you know, those ingredients cause allergies and, and, and so on. Well, yeah. The FDA has also said that peanuts cause problems. Have they banned peanuts? Have they banned peanut butter? No. They just have the warning label. So if you know that you're allergic to peanuts or peanut butter, don't buy them. Right. And the trouble is with many, many fragrance ingredients, certain fragrances have been discontinued mm -hmm. or formulas have changed because they said certain ingredients cause allergens. And... What happens is the fragrances change. They are so totally reformulated with synthetics oh. and it becomes a problem. And that is one of the reasons so many people say now, oh, I can't wear fragrances. They give me headaches and allergies. Surely, mm. I've been in the fragrance industry longer than most people have been born. And <laughs> I will tell you that I've never heard more complaints about headaches and allergies than I have in the last, say, five to ten years. And it's so upsetting because beautiful fragrances that were so popular and were really so reflective of a certain decade or became your signature scent have yeah. been changed. And it's it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually hear the same. I know people who can no longer wear a fragrance because that same fragrance after frequent or daily use has caused a rash. Right. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Speaking of the brain yes. and speaking of our incredible sense of olfaction and how we smell and how the sense of smell is associated with our brains, memory, um, emotion, etc. Let's speak about the work that you do, the incredible work that you do with long haul COVID patients who have lost their sense of smell or who suffer from anosmia. How are you using your gifts and your talents, your know-how, your experience, your, your knowledge, all of you to help these patients, to help these people? Thank you so much for this. So this has become very exciting. And again, serendipitous. I didn't plan on doing anything. So when I was writing the book, um, one of the TV stations said, Sue, we want to you know, profile your book and we'd love you to come and talk about it. But do you think you can help long haulers regain their sense of smell. At the time, you know, I didn't even really realize how fundamentally upsetting that was that long mm -hmm. haul lost their sense of smell. And I, so I have, um, I have 18 different perfumes. These are just small little samples of them. Yes. And um, 
I, I took the lady on a what I call a fragrance journey or a scent healing journey. Ooh. And she was able to, after seven or eight or nine, smell something. And she stopped and she said, Sue, I smell something and it's beautiful. And she started to cry. Oh. And it was so powerful and so emotional. And the story went viral. And um, that was probably last May or June. And I've now helped over a hundred people regain their sense of smell. And amazing. Fact, it is it is amazing. Now I have a scent, a scent healing kit. Um, oh my gosh. This is it. And so up here, you can see actually the names of the fragrances. So I've, I've actually labeled them one to 18. Uh, and then there's a little sort of cheat sheet, which you can actually take out and read. But I reason I do it, uh, I label them one to 18 is I don't really want you to be swayed by what the name is. It could be wow. citrus or flower. And I really want you to train the brain. And wow. what happens with COVID and anosmia, and actually not just COVID, uh, sadly, many people have lost their sense of smell through either viral problems or colds. Or I have a client who actually, and I, we were on uh, last night, Facebook group live and Zoom, he was sprayed by a skunk five years ago. And yeah. a very, you know, wonderful guy who was out in the garden with his wife and they saw a, 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 a badger or a groundhog and a skunk came along, got upset, stood up on the hind legs and sprayed David in the mouth. He said it was so awful, it was so horrifying. So not only did he <laughs> throw up a few yeah. times, but it left him with anosmia for five years. Now, I'd worked with him before about something about five years ago, and he contacted me. He said, Sue, I, I heard what you're doing. He was able to identify four of the fragrances immediately. In fact, he smelled the fragrance in the package as it was opening. And over the last three or four weeks, he's now been able to identify all of them. First it was four, then it was 12, now it's all 18. And what he told me last night was that the intensity of the fragrances are now getting stronger. He's able to really identify them. So it's been so remarkable that I've been able to help so many people understand the power of fragrance, but more importantly, the incredible knowledge and power that the brain has. And, and you know this, that when I tell my clients, I said, I want you to concentrate and to focus and to smell with your brain and to retrain the brain. Because one of the things that happens is, you know, from the second we're born, it's an automatic response. We smell immediately. Yes. And we go through life not even thinking about it. You know, even yes. the adage, go and smell the roses, you know, stop yeah. the roses. It happens <laughs> for a reason. And people don't. And suddenly, honestly, the, the comments and the sadness and the anger and the upsetting that things that people say when they can't smell, they can't socialize. They don't want to socialize because it always means revolving around food and fragrance and, and social uh, um, uh, occasions with their friends and family. They don't want to do that. Some no. people have put on so much weight because they try and smell and taste everything and they put on the weight. Or conversely, they lose weight and because they don't even want to eat food. So it's been devastating. So I've actually been helping people. And I have to tell you something very exciting. Yes. Uh, we just had my second book. 
um, approved, and I'm working with a wonderful neuroscientist, Dr. Mila Emerald, wow. who's helping understand and put the as the scientific aspect wow. of olfactory, and I'm doing the fragrance of the creative. So we're combining, and it's very exciting. We just got the approval yesterday from the publisher. So yay! yay. And this is going to be really exciting. And then another neuroscientist um, is talking to me and about conducting clinical trials because of all the work that I've been doing. Oh, my gosh. Now suddenly, Dr. Shirley, this is really going to be it's, – it's not just, you know, taking pretty perfume bottles and smelling. No. really going to make a big difference, and I am so, so excited. Sue, so this is next level – I know. Sugar. I wasn't going to say sugar, but you know, young people maybe yeah. listen. To this is next level stuff. the The brain, the plasticity of the brain is so beautiful. Um, but what is also beautiful is beauty is beautiful, yeah. especially in the context of what you're doing. There's so many people who may consider beauty, oh, you know, a frivolity. Like, it's fun. It's, you know, whatever. It's in the eye of the beholder, whatever, makeup, blah, blah. Um, but it does remind me of one of my favorite quotes from, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, quoting a Russian author at this time, but it is one of my favorite quotes. And it, it's uh, Dostoevsky. And he said, beauty will save the world. And what you're doing with the fragrance healing kits and what you're doing with these patients is a beautiful thing. And it, your work will help to save the world in a way and one person at a time. So I congratulate you. I, I am so proud of you. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing work. In terms of um, you now and you personally, do you have a dream scent that you want to create? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm so fortunate because I've been in the fragrance industry for, for so long and I literally, all of these little guys are my children. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, I really do love fragrances. And for me, how I feel and the mood and the weather and occasions will help me determine what fragrance I want to project that day. But on the other hand, I have created my own custom fragrance. And when I wear it, I, lit I literally have people stop me in the street because it's mm. sort of the trail, the sillage. And so I just want to wear a fragrance that stops people yeah. in the street. And when I do and people contact I, I, I no word of a lie, two weeks ago or three weeks ago now, I was coming from one place to another and I had my fragrance on and it was a cold wintry day. And I've told the story before this person was wrapped all in a heavy coat with a heavy hood and, you know, the glasses. So I didn't know if it was a man or a woman, but I was walking down and suddenly I get a tap on the shoulder and I turned around. And I got startled. You know, this is New York city. It's, you know, yes. Yes. <laughs> Who knows what you can get stopped for. <laughs> and the person said to me, I've been following you for two blocks. What are you wearing? Oh. And I said, well, gosh, this is my fragrance. It's what I do. And the person said, well, can I, how do I, how do I find it? So I went into my handbag. I found a, a business card and I sprayed my fragrance that I was wearing on the card. I just had a little bit. I would have given it to the person, but I, I didn't think it was a good idea to give a used yes. fragrance to somebody. Yes. But I gave my business card and two 
hours later, literally two hours later, this deep voice said, hello, this is Odell. I said, oh, sorry, who's Odell? Oh, this is the man. I said, you're a man? I had no idea. I couldn't tell behind the coat and the hill. And <laughs> anyway, uh, he said that he just was dreaming about this fragrance. He couldn't get enough of it. And wow. he came in the next day and he met with me and I created the fragrance for him. Wow. So those are the moments that I literally live for. When somebody says to me, Mm, it's nice. Mm -mm. That doesn't cut at all. It's okay. Mm -mm. To me, it has to be either amazing or terrible. Just yeah. nothing in between. And the fragrances that I like to create, I wanted them to elicit that kind of response, you know, that somebody can feel and say, I, I want to follow you and I want to wear that and I want people to follow me. Yes. So that's the type of fragrance that I want to create to make people feel confident and reflect who they are and just feel so empowered that, you can wear a fragrance and you can conquer the world. Well, that is the power of perfume, Sue. Now, if only we could find one to help stop war, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. my God. For sure. Speaking of um, you and your personal fragrance, what do you do to decompress? How do you de-stress? Does it involve fragrance? Yes, it always involves fragrance. I will, when I leave to go out, even when I go to the gym in the morning and I come back, you know, I honestly literally feel undressed if I don't wear fragrance, uh -huh. even if it's to the gym. And I know some trainers, they say, you know, don't wear fragrance. Or you go to some medical doctors and they don't want you to wear fragrance. Well, if I don't wear fragrance, I literally feel undressed. And so... Definitely fragrance is part of my, my journey. Um, I always have music playing. I don't have music now because I didn't want to interrupt the, 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 the broadcast. Thank but you. Music and fragrance and I love to cook. So I cook every day and I have my wonderful assistant with me and we eat every day and we have different things. And every day is a different uh, a different you know surprise. Well, what are we going to have today? And so I definitely feel that it's important to express my love of arts and the senses. And, and I constantly do multi-sensory events. I love to do multi-sensory events uh, where I literally create scent experiences with yes. food and wine and fragrance and music and, you know, touch. Yes. So if fragrance, fragrance is a lifestyle for you and it is obviously um, olfactory, it's it's tactile, it's it's all you can almost say if you stretch it a bit, it's auditory, right? Because oh, it may elicit something in you that reminds you of a song or the birds, etc. You must then believe in the healing power of aromatherapy. What have your what are your thoughts on that? Well, I do. I definitely think aromatherapy. So, you know, there are certain ingredients that definitely will give you the feeling of relaxation or stimulation, you know, a, a mint or peppermint at the temples will make you feel alert. Uh, citrus notes will make you feel more active. And in fact, studies have been shown, even in the Japanese factories, where they pump fragrance into the air to mm -hmm. give them a feeling of action and um, activity. So they will pump citrus notes into the factory to stimulate productivity. Wow. Now, you know, that's also one of the things about whether it's aromatherapy or whether it's actually ambient scenting. Many of the top hotels, spas, casinos, resorts around the world are subliminally 
contacting and and helping people to either stay in a place longer because they feel comfortable or to really you know relax in spas and casinos or to stay in casinos longer and, and gamble more and the whole idea of aromatherapy or scent therapy or ambient scenting is so it's become it's become another form of branding yes and many many properties are incorporating scent branding by reflecting the the hospitality or the properties different aspects and attributes through fragrance so um, you know when i go into a place where i go into a hotel or a store and i don't smell fragrance to yes. me there's a disconnect i'm thinking you know they spend so much money on the architecture and the colors and the branding and, and the ambiance but where's the fragrance yeah. you know I am so happy that you said that because in my office, I have multiple essential oil fragrance Yay. diffusers. And initially I thought, oh, maybe people would be put off by the smells. But I assure you, when I walk into my office and I I, I just get a, a slight hint of something, it's, it's relaxing. Yeah. But I don't do that in the operating room. And I wonder, this was going to be a space for me to explore. That's very interesting. Thank you for saying that. Well, you know what could help? So MRIs, you know, I used to get the heebie-jeebies and my father would <laughs> go into those uh, MRIs and he really hated them. So, you know, they also pump music through yes. these headphones. Yes. Other thing is that you can do for MRIs is really do something very, very subtle. Now, what would be a subtle fragrance that would make people calm and and not so jittery. Mm. So you don't want anything too overt, right. too polarizing. And so sometimes florals can be polarizing. Sometimes yes. woody notes can be polarizing. So you have yes. to really think about it. And literally, I will tell you honestly that in my all my years of doing fragrance, there are certain characteristics that different cultures love. Yes. So for instance, in America, 99% of people will say, oh, I want to be fresh and clean. Yeah. So what does fresh and clean mean? It means light citrusy Citrus. fragrances. Yeah. In the Middle East, everybody loves oud and spice. Ooh, yeah. They're heavier. We love oud, yes. And then in Europe, it's usually florals. Mm -hmm. In South America, it's usually the spices. So interestingly enough, understanding a culture yeah. and their fragrance preferences can really help determine how to soothe and heal people in those sort of medical situations, MRIs, where people are so nervous anyway. So something very calming and relaxing that is not going to be polarizing would help just put people at ease. Very, very interesting. I'm going to give that some more thought. Thank you. And this brings us to the last question. I cannot believe our time is over. I'm learning so I'm much from you. you. This is fantastic. Thank you for all your wonderful questions and for doing your homework and asking me all these questions. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to honor you that way because it is important to me to do so. But the last question, the fabulous Sue, is the Fab Five. And I'm asking you what your thoughts are. What are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful and fabulous life? Wow. Well, um, <laughs> You know, of course, find a fabulous fragrance that you love and that reflects who you are. Yes. Um, I also think, so I speak to so many young people and 
you know, we've had such a challenging time for the last couple of years, as we know. Yes. It has been so awful and some people have just given up and some people have accepted it as, well, this is life. So one of the things that I really believe in, and this is honestly my mantra, I never give up. Okay. And I say to people, if you really believe in something, if you're passionate about it, and even if you've been in a compromising situation, don't just forget about it. Go after it. Fulfill your dreams. So never give up. Find something that you love to do. I also tell my students that so many young people uh, go into the medical path or they go into a path that their parents have suggested that they follow and that just doesn't resonate with them. And they're miserable. And, you know, they're in these situations for maybe a few years and finally they say that's enough and they've spent so many years wasting and regretting. Never give up and be passionate about what you love to do because your passion will take you to levels of success that you hadn't ever dreamed of. And rather than follow the traditional route of medical, doctor, lawyer, whatever, you know, and I don't mean that disparagingly, you're a wonderful doctor, but Thank some you. people don't, <laughs> don't really realize who they are, you know. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, friendship and love and family is so important. Uh, I'm so lucky my brother was faced with a very terrible situation last year. He had an autoimmune disorder called Guillain-Barre. Oh, yes, and I'm sorry. It was just awful. And uh, I was so upset and I went out to see, he lives in California. And so mm. it was the time of COVID and I really couldn't visit him. And then I had to quarantine. And then I was in the hotel waiting for him to, to, to for me to be quarantined. And just having those wonderful relationships and that trust and that knowledge that you have somebody who loves you and you love somebody and they're important. So, you know, family and friends are so important and to honor them yes. because we all know what's happening lately with people passing away and it's dreadful. So take the time to tell people you love them and you honor them and hopefully they love you and honor you back. Indeed. I have four. Do you have a fifth? Find a fab fragrance, never give up, find what you love and do it passionately, honor friendship and family with love. And what was your fifth? I have to think about that. You uh, may take I, your time. I, I, my, fifth, my fifth one is, oh, perfect. Yeah. Be the best version of who you can be. Yes. Be authentic. And I will tell you honestly that uh, I actually trademarked that word because I believe it's so important to be authentic and to be, and oh, here's a really important one. Yes. Be authentic and never allow your success or your title to define you. Because Ooh. we all know that success comes and goes, titles can come and go, but at the end of the day, you are who you are. And uh, there are many people in our lives that we know who've risen to the level of their incompetence, the Peter principle, <laughs> and they rise, 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 and suddenly they're at the pinnacle of their career and they do something stupid and in a second it's gone. Uh, so be authentic. I'm going to count that as a bonus number six, the fab six. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Sue, this has been incredible. Thank you so much for your wisdom, your light. And certainly just as your fragrance lingers behind that someone could follow, 
I too am being left with your words of wisdom and your inspiration. Thank you so very much. Oh my goodness. Thank you for this wonderful honor. It is so wonderful to see you again. I'm so honored. And uh, for people who didn't know, we met years ago and it's just yes. so great to spend this time, really quality time together. And I really appreciate that and wish you so much love and success. And thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much for your time, Sue. I look forward to that second book and I hope you'll come back to talk about that. Yes, and I would love to see you in real life. Absolutely, some. for sure. I'm sure I will see each other. I am getting your. I'm getting that book signed. Remember? Okay. <laughs> Terrific. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Doctor Shirley. It was wonderful to see you. God Thank bless you. you. Ciao, ciao, ciao. God bless. Take okay. care. Thank bye, you. Bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> this brings us to the closure of this week's episode of the Forever Fab Podcast with my fabulous guest Sue Phillips. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you felt inspired by Sue's story, visit her socials at Instagram, which is at scientificallysue. You may also check her out on Facebook at Sue. Let me do that over, Jenna, because I can't. I don't know what her Facebook is. Centerprises? Oh, okay. Centerprises LTD. All right. I'm redoing the call to action. Sorry. If you felt inspired by Sue's story, visit her socials. Her Instagram handle is sentfullysue. On Facebook, go to facebook.com slash centerprisesltd. Her website is suephillips.com. And you may also purchase her book, The Power of Perfume, How to Choose It, Wear It, and Enjoy It, either on amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com. As always, if you like this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle vi videos featuring moi, branded merchandise, and private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and please fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, go to elementsandgraces.com, sign up for my newsletter, or give my office a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go wherever you may be. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. And now it's time for an elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty RX offers beauty on call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped state-of-the-art mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your next appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.